What's up, people? Welcome back to another joyful episode of The Color Pink. In this one, we're going to be talking about paying attention to your social environment for maximum upside. Let's go! Now, I'm not so sure if this episode, where it's coming from, is super relatable to a lot of people because I guess a lot of people who face this problem are in situations where you're forced to socialize at least to some degree anyway. So, I think that where where I'm really coming from is I've realized how influential the social environments I've been in have been to my um, habits, my character, my thoughts, and it's really it's been really interesting to see the decline, and that's really what it is. It's a decline in my um, quality of social interaction, volume of social interaction. Over the past, I would say like, I don't know, five months or something like that. So I started out, th- I'm, I'm starting out this transition period, uh, this arbitrary transition period for this uh, example in when I was in Canada. So a month before I moved to Germany to start my first job in about May this year, I had about like a month left in Canada where I was, quotation marks, in college. I was living there for um, at about eight months at that point, for about eight months, and I had a month left to um, stay there before moving to Germany for my first job. That was probably the most socializing I've ever done in my entire life on a daily basis, like if you count everything in aggregate, because I used to go to this cafe that was on the street that I lived on for about... 12 hours or more a day and just spend time with the people there. I mostly um, socialize with the staff, some of the um, patrons of the cafe as well, I got to know. But um, I made some very close relationships with the staff there because just I was always there and I was deeply interested actually by the operational stuff of the cafe, like how to make coffee and how they manage their cafe operation, like cafe staff stuff. And so I just naturally had a, um, I just got close to the staff and we became like some pretty close friends and made some pretty interesting connections, which I still value. And that was probably like the best, best time of my life, probably because of the quality of those relationships. And it makes me happy. It's so good that it, even though I don't have it now, it makes me happy to think about it, not longing or anything, because it was just so good. Um, there's something hardwired in us that I don't quite understand and um, enough to articulate. Something in us just really likes connecting with people in like a genuine way and just being ourselves around people and feeling like trusting people enough to be ourselves around people. And that's something that I think is wired so deep into us that it's um, hard to overstate the importance of. And then things start going downhill because I had to leave that very, very tight social um, environment and go to a country in Germany where I knew no one. I didn't speak the language. I didn't speak the culture because the culture of Canada is very different from the culture in Germany. Um, Nuances are different. Values are different. The way you say shit and express yourself is different so I wasn't used to that on top of that I was really just like 
homesick and I, I can't even really call Canada my home because I can't even be there if I'm not a student like I need a visa and shit I didn't even visit Canada until about a year ago to go to college I never have like lived there for an extended period except when I was in college I don't have any family there and I have no Canadian origin but I feel so connected to the place just because that's where I lived some of the best times of my life so I was homesick, for lack of a better term, um, for that really tight social environment. And I, it was, the contrast was really stark to me. Um, because I went from hanging out with a lot of people, mostly my age, give or take three years uh, or five years, but also older people who I vibed with in Canada, just because the Canadian culture is super open and they really value, like, expressing yourself and authenticity and stuff and that's something I really those are things I really vibe with I went from that to hang out with people like in their mid-30s or even later um, around an office all the time in a professional setting where everyone was trying to get work done myself included I had a job to do and like different cultures like people would say things and then there would be weird pauses in conversation with awkward smiling just because I they didn't get my jokes or, or um, I didn't get theirs and just having to repeat themselves uh, a lot and just like cultural stuff and being not intentionally excluded from conversation but you can tell like there's a veneer i feel like currently like people who are over let's say 20 25 years old something like that somewhere people over that age they grew up in a time which was where um being open and being yourself and being individualistic and quirky was very much less in the zeitgeist aka people over 25 i'm 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 saying didn't grow up with the idea that you can be quirky and also professional they grew up with this idea perception of professionalism which is for lack of a better word to me just boring like monotone like bland and predictable and you know, quoting memes around the office, swearing with your boss, and like all this shit, that's not really in their, in their, in their, in their mind as something that's okay. So it's hard to connect with people like that professionally, um, as someone like me, like I'm, I was, when I moved to Germany, I was the youngest person in the office, and there were other people who were young, as young as me, or even like two years younger, interns, but you can tell that there was a very big separation like in that culture i guess as is with many other cultures young people and old people there's no there's not really a bridge whereas in canada and this was what i was used to i was used to being able to just talk to anyone like they were buddies regardless of age there's no there's no like there's you're not on a different level just because you're older in the culture that I understood in my mind but I guess something apart about German culture or maybe it was just me being trippy or maybe it was something else that just made it very hard for me to connect with these people who are older and um, that was a stark contrast because I was used to spending 16 hours a day around people I could just be myself with most of the time it was happy, but some days we were having shit days and we were feeling sad and we were feeling like lonely and kind of depressed that I had to leave soon. 
and we would just be sad together you know like i would i would be like with a barista throughout her like nine hour shift or whatever and she'd just be like washing cups and you know talking about her cat and i would just be sitting there listening in the middle of editing video when she's talking to me suddenly like something happens in the cafe like a customer comes to a table and she has to go serve a menu or something i'll like say i'll point it out i'll like guard the cafe for her i'll like answer questions for customers sometimes even when she's not there and she's busy but there's a customer wanting to ask a question at the counter because i've been th- i was there so much that i know everything um it's it, it was it was a very different level of socializing and that took me a very very long time in my head to get used to it took me about two and a half almost three months to kind of vibe with that new social environment that i was in it was a shitty let me tell you like my first six weeks in my first job in germany in this new place which some of the shittiest six weeks of my entire life just because when you're happy and you rip that happiness out and it's not like intentional so to speak like you don't want it to happen even though i actually i'm responsible for it happening you don't really want it to happen it's it's very destructive and i feel like it's it wasn't a good thing for me it's it like it was not a efficient use of my energy to patch up all those holes that resulted but but don't worry like we're not going to focus on that part because first of all we're already 10 minutes into this podcast and i'm still tearing telling the inspiration behind it but i feel like it's important for what i'm about to say which is a little bit um unconventional so like bear bear with me here but we're getting to the end of the story and it gets worse because first i was in canada super happy all the time absolute best time of my life because of the social interactions that i had and then we moved to germany which got like a lot worse because people were older and i couldn't talk to them as easily essentially and i didn't understand the culture and all that shit but then it got worse because um basically after about two and a half months working in Germany, I took a vacation to Canada, obviously, because I wanted to go back to a time where I felt happy. (laughs) Um, And I was there for about a week, like best week of my, of my, of, of like the past few months, because it was just, just like old times, sort of, where I like hang out with these people. It got even closer because I guess they, they missed me too. And it was it was real nice. Then I had to go back to Germany, and that was sad again because leaving is always sad when you have to, when it's not your choice, especially when it's something so happy. But anyway, I left Canada from my vacation, from my vacation, and go back to go back to Germany. But Germany didn't let me in because of a visa issue. That was, oh my gosh, that okay. So that visa problem with Germany. Um, basically meant that all my stuff is there because I was li- I'm living I'm, I'm technically living in Germany except that they said I wasn't allowed to for some reason when I tried to come in this time and so I, they couldn't let me into the country and so all my stuff was there and I'm still living there and I still have to pay rent because obviously my stuff is still there like I can't just cancel the rent just gonna take my stuff and throw it in the garbage so um, I like everything it's kind of like stuck there and i had to because i can't live in the airport for three months like i had to go to um back home to malaysia which is where i am now and i have been for the past two months and it's 
it it was like a mixed bag from the beginning. Like this whole staying in Malaysia experience, really mixed bag because I'm only here, cause I can't be in Germany. It's really different. Like the 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 reason that the things that drive you to a place, I feel like have some kind of impact on your perception of it. But Malaysia is nice in a lot of ways, but also I made a lot of sacrifices. Um, in terms of the social and socializing aspect, which is what this episode is about, so let's focus on that. I'm basically alone for like ninety percent of the time I'm awake, and that ten percent where I'm not alone, I'm like in the presence or in the same room as people who are busy, or like not into it, like they're doing something else. Like it's just because we're living in the same house, you're in the same room as me. Do 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 you you kind of get what I mean, right? Like you're not, we're not actually there to like connect and be people together. We're just there because we happen to live in the same house, and I need to use this table, and you need to use this table. So we're both at the same table, but we're not actually doing anything to connect. And that's my life. Like it was such a drastic change. It was not as bad as going from Canada to Germany, but it was pretty bad still because. I'm an extremely social person. I realize after connecting with people who I can actually connect with in Canada, that's why it's the best time of my life because I I had people to connect with for the first time and really be myself with, and that changed everything. I it was incredible. Like it's impossible to overstate because I made new friends, but not just that. I got new opportunities. I became a more confident person. Became a happier person. I became like. Smarter, it felt like I was incredibly on top of my stuff. I was always, I always had time, even though I was doing more and more and more, and I always was happy and I was always grateful and it was just unreal how much, how awesome of a person I was. That like back back then when I had total free socializing like opportunity, and like throughout this transition period of. From Canada to Germany, and then from Germany to Malaysia, that you—it's just really obvious the decline. I I managed to maintain the most important part of this um, this positive change, aka the productivity part. Like I feel like it's still been improving, but at great cost because um, it's it's not as easy to grow when you're not as happy or sometimes just not happy, and this is something that. I want to bring up on this podcast, even though it's a little bit of a quotation marks messy or personal issue, because I feel like this is massively underrepresented in um, in people who do cool shit. Like for instance, Bill Gates, um, he had he had friends when he started Microsoft. He started he didn't start it alone. Steve Jobs he had Wozniak.、Um, even like if you want to count people today, like. I don't know Gary Vaynerchuk, who's like a very famous entrepreneur, which I've mentioned before. He's got like he spends a lot of time with his family, who he cares about very much. And like people's lives are generally set up around other people, whether they like it or not, whether it was intentional or not. Because I think whether we realize it or not, it's actually an important part of.、Um, Living and being happy is like being connected to other people on a deep level. Well, in my life, at least for the past like 
seven months or eight months, it's been a complete, it's been complete chaos. Actually, fuck, since the start of, like, since since August last year, for the past year, it's been fucking chaos. Because I went to Canada, I was with my girlfriend at the time, and that was the only person I knew. But my girlfriend was super into school, uh, which eventually led to us breaking up. <laughs> Spo- plot twist, a few months later, lol. And I wasn't into the whole school thing. So even though I was there as a college student and normal college students hang out with other college students to get their social fix, I didn't do that because I didn't go to school because I hated it. So from that point, I was already fucked. And then I found the cafe and that was nice for about a month. And then I moved again. And now it'll never be the same because people have left and uh, it's just a different... The cafe has to evolve, like, the vibe as a business to stay relevant. So it'll never be... I'll never be able to visit revisit that point in time again. And that sucks the dicks. But um, you, you can start to see, like, how messed up it was for the past year, like, in terms of the social environment for me. And I think that's really harmful, which is why I'm, like, talking about it and thinking about it. I think that's genuinely really harmful. In like at best, I think that it limits my upside in the sense that I could be I could have gone so much further this year if I had just paid more attention to optimizing my social environments. Now, I'm not like dwelling on and regretting like the past year because amazing things have happened in the past year. But I think it's just one of those big lessons that I learned and the reason the big reason I want to make this episode is because I want to show you that lesson and maybe you don't have to waste a year of your own life suffering to learn it yourself. Invest in relationships because they really have a return on investment, so to speak, or they give you benefits which are impossible to quantify because usually they're priceless. Like, I'm thinking about even picking, like, the three best relationships I've had. I've ne- The new relationships I've made in the past year. Even three out of the dozens. It's, like, amazing. I wouldn't trade those for anything because they're incredibly right place, right time, and just vibing in the right way with the right people. You ne- You never even knew what's possible. And that's why I'm such an... Like, I'm, th- I'm saying socializing optimizing your social environment is more important than you think it's a bigger asset it's bigger influence than you think number one because if you look at a lot of successful people like they have a foundation of strong connection people they are very connected to so that might be an indicator of something bigger there but also it probably it's it's like it's a little bit of a wild card which is overwhelmingly positive it the returns are are unpredictable because it can be priceless it can be infinite returns but you just never know until you do it and um, I've mentioned this before there was a study done by Harvard University uh, that basically tracked I think 2,000 no not 2,000 200 people um, over 75 years of their life and it's still ongoing right and it started in the 30s 1930s and it continues until now And basically what they found is that the single indicator of happiness and health throughout your life is the quality of your relationships. In other words, people who are close and feel connected to and feel like they can count on people 
in their life, like they have people that they vibe with that way, who are who they are close to. Those people are more likely to be happy and healthy, even healthy, like physically healthy in terms of memory loss and, um, you know, pains here and there and cancer and all that shit. So loneliness actually kills you, like it actually can. There's like I've mentioned this stat before too. It's being like chronic loneliness is equivalent to smoking like a few cigarettes a day or something like that. It has that much of an adverse effect on your, on your body. Um, and that's why I think pruning your social environment is, is is helpful for all these like reasons. And I guess the one I'll, I'll focus on is, you just can't, you just can't work if you're unhappy, and if you don't spend enough time with people, you'll be unhappy. And it has to be something that, almost as it for me, I have to make it as like a similar category to my work. I have to treat it like I treat LinkedIn, in the sense that like okay, I gotta post on LinkedIn four times a day. Otherwise, you're wasting a lot of opportunity because the organic reach of LinkedIn is really good now, and you're a natural writer. So it's like your 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 talent fits the platform really nicely, paired with the organic reach. It's a really good opportunity. You gotta milk the shit out of it. So four times a day, I try and post on LinkedIn, right? And it's a content platform I take very seriously. Like sometimes, even when I'm winding down to go to bed, and I probably shouldn't do this, but even after my time when I say, "Okay, no more work," I just pick up the phone anyway. Sometimes because I forget that last one, and I type something up. Maybe it's just two sentences and post it. Just because, like, I it's such a big opportunity for me um, right now. So I I want to milk it. I have to treat it something like that. I have to treat it as something that's that important, and not just something that I expect to happen. Because I see, I grew up for um, about eighteen years, kind of being forced to socialize, like forced in quotation marks. Because you went to school, like it or not, you spent time around people, and eventually that brought you together, uh, brought you close to a bunch of different people. But that's not a model that is um, that is that is it, it doesn't reflect real life because you'll never like you need to make an effort. As an adult, to socialize and make plans and get close to people, otherwise it doesn't fucking happen. So, maybe there was some of that. The fact that I was basically spoon-fed socializing for a long time, so I didn't learn to do it myself. But it's it's something that I really have to pay attention to, and it's something I've kind of been mistreating, I would say, because there's it's getting more frequent. I've started noticing. There are days when there are days when like for a few hours I just break down. I can't do anything. I just sta- sit there and think, try and figure out why the hell I'm so upset. And it's because I'm not spending time around people enough. It's because I'm not in the environment which allows me to feel connected to people. And that's completely my fault. Completely my doing. Um, and it's it it sucks and it's a hard lesson to learn because. Because failing in most situations is easy. You get to blame someone else, or you have someone else with you. So there's some sense of camaraderie, right? Like even if you get into trouble with your sibling for going out late at night, you get grounded together. Or if you get into trouble as a class in school, you're all fucked together, and then you laugh about it later in a group chat after school. But this time, this time, like if you get into trouble because you spend too much time alone, you're alone, and it's all on you, and that sucks. It sucks dicks. So, 
it's a hard lesson to learn and the reason I'm making this is because I know that a lot of people relate to this. I know that for a fact because I've had I've spent time around enough uh, people my age and younger and slightly older and pe- I've spent time around enough people in general to know that this is a common problem. I've I've heard a lot of feedback from you guys enough to know that this is a common problem. So I wanted to make it just to tell you like dude this is a big problem it's a common problem and it's a big problem it's a big deal so start fucking fixing it it doesn't matter i think see that this is one thing that helped me it doesn't matter really the quality of the interactions at the start because hanging out with one person kind of awkwardly for about 20 minutes every day is better than hanging out with no person for 20 minutes every day (laughs) like it's 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 just like baby steps you just gotta work your way up and um yeah that's the message behind this episode i hope you got some value out of that because i definitely got value just delivering it like speaking all these things out articulating it it helped me figure some stuff out on a micro scale in my head too um hopefully this experience was helpful for you if you're listening on apple Podcasts, do leave us a rating it helps this podcast grow otherwise follow us on any of the platforms um that you're listening on and have a good have a good time spending time with your friends have a good have a good time socializing peace out